0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, the full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm wait, so let me get this
1: straight. They had Guillermo Del Toro in this movie as a voice. And he's not the main character. I'm mean, I'm Alex. Humpte! <laughs> I'm Brittany. <laughs>
2: that's right guys humpty's in this one and it's our chance to do the humpty dance on this podcast here come the sequels
0: who did guillermo del del toro play in this
2: he was the commandante yeah
0: who is the commandante the
2: head of the police guys
0: who who which
2: The 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 ones the one that arrests puss in boots most of the time
0: this movie makes a, a, a solid little voice cast just bad. <laughs> just, <laughs> just totally unmemorable. Unmemor- so uh, yeah, we forgot that Puss in Boots was a part of this
1: franchise. So we did all of Halloween. Halloween franchise? Just to come back around to where it all started.
0: And to be clear, we definitely did forget and did not fudge the numbers to make sure that Halloween fit in yeah. with the end of October. We certainly Um, didn't
2: think that this would be a nice comforting thing after 14 weeks or whatever it was of Halloween movies, and then get egg on our face. Just like the Earth got egg on its face at the end of this movie. Or did it? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you guys think think Shrek
2: takes place on Earth? Yes. Okay. Just like way in the past, like Game of
0: Thrones? It's like like Lord of the Rings uh, where Like in early, like in the, in the intro to Lord of the Rings, or maybe it's just the Hobbit that told me does this. Uh, It's like, ah, their Hobbits are no longer around because they've all, they've all disappeared uh, into the, the, the corners of the earth and they're sneaky. You can't see them anymore. And uh, this therefore implies that everything happened. And like the Lord of the Rings, uh, middle earth is slowly becoming uh, our earth. And I think that got dropped sort of at some point in in Tolkien's creative process, but uh, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what the original question
2: was. I just think it would be cool if there was a part in Shrek where he was like, well, you know, by the light of the moon, and Donkey's like, that's no moon. And it was like, yeah, the moon sure is pretty, whatever. And they close in on the moon, and it's actually Earth. What? Shrek is on the moon in this one. I was thinking Mm -hmm. Pluto. That's why it's far, far away oh that is cute i like that joke what movie are we talking about
1: (laughs) uh puss in boots from 2011 directed by uh chris miller no it's not the one you're thinking of um it has an 86 percent critic score on rotten tomatoes and a 67 percent audience
2: score whoa critics yeah uh
1: yeah, we, we, we weren't fans of this movie. And I think it, the, the most surprising thing of all is that after having to watch Halloween Kills the previous week, this should have been like a slam dunk. This should have been yes. easy. And it wasn't. Britain, we. what well, is your best thing we, and your worst thing
0: after Tyler makes a comment? We I feel we should establish that none of us really absorbed the entire movie. Yes. Um... We all have discovered in our in our pre-show discussions that we don't remember parts that others of us do remember, so we're going to piece things together as best we can here, much yeah. like uh, putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. Thank um, you. <laughs> Which,
1: but like, just to confirm, they don't in this movie.
0: <laughs> yes, that was that was the first thing we, Britain, and I noticed. We were not sure if he actually died.
2: Yeah
1: uh you know i'm not even 100 percent sure
0: i i i think he did i think i think britain go ahead and go and i'm going to look up the wikipedia summary summary for this and see how confusing it is to yeah. me
2: yeah go to go to shrek.fanwiki. <laughs> 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 St- statu- right. status um shrek unknown
0: dot fan wiki <laughs> dot Humpty dot.
2: The s- status deceased killed wiki by shrek gravity. If you wiki visit Shrek. the sh-
1: if you visit the Shrek wiki, you automatically are just put on the FBI's most wanted <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, my... categories, characters, villains, female, protagonist, <laughs> male, minor characters. <laughs> Please note. Please know that donkey is the image for three of these. The same image of donkey. Is the image used in three of these different,
2: donkey is all things to all people. <laughs>
0: Continue. What would the
1: uh, categories be if they did a Here Come the Sequels wiki?
2: I've got to know that. Characters,
0: uh, villains, females. <laughs>
2: recommendations. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, phrases. Uh, Alex's. Yeah, Alex's bests and worsts and recipe and uh, car tips. Car tips. <laughs> so I, um, you guys remember in the 90s when everyone was frosting their car tips? Uh, That's not a good joke. So maybe that's a good way to lead into talking about Puss in Boots. Britton, that was funnier than 95% of this movie and you know it. <laughs> yeah, but that 5% is going to haunt me. Uh, my uh, My worst thing about this movie is it just felt really long. You know, and, and, and full disclosure, I was just kind of like, I kept forgetting I had to watch it. And then I was definitely resistant when I watched it. So, like, I didn't go into it with the most open of arms. I don't think that this is the, a case where if I rewatched it in different spirits, I would like, oh, I totally was wrong. Yeah. I, I actually loved it. I still don't think I it's going to work for me anyway. But I was a little more um, uh, grouchy about it this time around. But uh, it still just felt really long. Like, I remember there being a point where I was like, oh, we're probably like a good ways into the movie now. Let me check that it has been 12 minutes. And then I would go, okay, well now, you know, we're, we're a good bit ways further. And let me just make sure it is four minutes have passed. How have four minutes passed? I feel like I have done three other things. Yeah. So it just felt long. Um, my best thing is, I don't know. Um, I think that I, I, I have two best things. I have two best things. One is that they don't do any jokes about catnip being a cat drug. Um, They do have a joke where he like has milk with him that is supposedly contraband. And he says it's for his glaucoma. Um, So that's a marijuana joke. Cute. But at least it wasn't catnip. So like, you know, inches. Um, But I, the other one is, uh, so this movie does not place itself within the Shrek timeline at all. It is very much a Puss in Boots one on this adventure. There are mostly downsides to that. However, this is not like... I feel like there are other franchises where that would be more detrimental to understanding whether it's canon or not or how it fits into everything. Here, I was more like, okay, cool. It's just like this is a Puss in Boots adventure. Don't even trip. This is what it is. And I think that kind of is nice uh, that I didn't have to spend the whole movie. That it it didn't overcomplicate itself. But at the same time, it mostly just raises questions about how, about this. Yeah, it mostly raises questions, but I don't know. Whatever. Oh, and it's kind of pretty. You know, a lot of Spanish uh, influence, which is nice. Sure. Tyler, you looked up from your phone like you had a comment.
0: I would like to confirm that during the end credits, Humpty is seen in the clouds with the Great Terror and the Golden Goose. Okay. Okay dancing around for a second now, when, when it's see... doing yeah like the dances and then like showing their names that's oh. what it does for humpty not entirely clear on whether or not this is just a a, a beautiful lie the movie tells us <laughs> to let us believe that humpty may be okay yeah um or if if it is genuinely somehow he has regenerated from his golden form
2: now i maybe he's in heaven maybe just yeah, it's possible. Maybe just maybe they cut the scene where just before he hits the ground, he accepts his savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 and then he is ready he to live in he the accepts, eternal kingdom.
0: He accepts his savior, Large Goose. <laughs>
2: Large Goose. I do not remember his golden form. I miss that entire thing of this movie, which sounds like a fairly pivotal moment of uh, the character. Sh-
0: I, so I remember seeing... Puss in Boots looking down on the the golden the big golden egg and being like Humpty no yeah I I missed how we got to that point I remember um,
2: <laughs> Puss and Humpty hanging from a bridge okay and he's like I won't let you go Jack and Humpty's like you're right you know we're friends we're brothers da I won't make you have to choose between saving me or the goose. And he lets go and falls. And then later there was the end of the movie. Like, I genuinely don't remember anything else. (laughs) I remember him and Kitty Softpaws jumping around and dancing. And uh, I don't remember anything else involving eggs in that movie. So, yeah. I must have been really into looking up other movies on IMDb.
0: This Wikipedia summary also does have the, the sentence. Puss meets Andy Beanstalk in prison, otherwise known by his friends as Jack. In reference to the character from Jack the Beanstalk. <laughs> I don't how? How? It's not yep.
2: that he even says like my name is John Beanstalk. Jacques. Jacques. Right.
0: Jacques, Jacques would be and then be like Yeah what's You that- you silly uh British people, you always mess you always up my name. Call
2: me Jack. He's Jacques. What are you talking about? Yeah, but no, it's freaking. He's just an old man with a hermit beard who's like, my name's Andy Beanstalk. They call me Jack. That's not. A, that's nothing. What are you doing? Hmm. You already have Jack and Jill. What is happening?
0: Also, Jack and Jill.
2: Yeah, Tyler, is this your worst thing? Or you just do you want? To go <laughs> yeah, <with that? laughs>
0: yeah. Let's just <laughs> let's just roll with that. Um, my worst thing is uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, let's just say the fact that they, I to be clear, I did not, I did not catch this part while watching the movie. Uh, but uh, the fact that they call him Andy when he is Jack, we're, we're gonna go with that. But yeah. it, it could be one of any anything that I felt like putting in there. But that's that's filling that slot, keeping it warm for the moment. Um, yeah, Jack and Jill are like a couple or
2: siblings.
0: I always. Interpreted the original rhyme as siblings Same. And there are versions of the original rhyme Or at least like expanding On the original rhyme from That era That referred to them, seemed to refer To them as siblings And they're a couple and they want to have a baby And I Maybe that's my worst thing I don't know <laughs> I was uncomfortable And they're played by uh, Amy Sedaris and Billy Bob Thornton
2: Yeah that's wild to me
0: Like the fact that the Humpty is Zach Galifianakis and I literally did not I didn't at no point did I say who is who's playing him that's that's a fun voice actor right like oh I should I should go look up who that is I just at some point uh had the thought of you know who else is in this movie Mm -hmm. and I pulled it up and I was like that's Zach Galifianakis yeah why I
2: find Zach. I think he's a very very funny performer I think he's a great stand-up
0: I think he's great. And I was like, why, what did you get him for this movie to do? Aside from, I guess, get a paycheck, which is fine. But (laughs) you don't give like an actual voice actor some, uh, a a shot at that point. If you're, if you're not going to like have them be interesting or fun, have, have someone who does just, just does this professionally, get a a nice slot in in your big budget release. Like what? I
2: don't know. Um, so I looked up our Jack and Jill siblings in Puss in Boots. One, it says the nursery rhyme never explicitly states whether they are siblings, but it was based on the myth of Hughie and Bill, who were siblings. Okay. Um, also, from. Why the, is
1: that not a joke in the movie? Why don't they I, go, we're Hughie and Bill?
2: I mean, H- Jack and Jill. There's also And then an audience an, laughs because funny. There's also an article from filmfracture.com that says the Puss in Boots has the greatest of mysteries, sweetest of endings. So, uh, Hmm. I don't, I don't know know where this is going to go.
1: You guys brought up the the Andy joke, and now that's just making me angrier and angrier at the film. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like processing that of like, what was it?
2: The myth, the legend, the answer everyone wants to know. Where do you get those boots will all be revealed in Puss in Boots of the movie. This is,
0: is it revealed?
2: I think he, no, he just has them. At no, he the beginning, he's always. Boot. Oh wait, is he given them by the woman who runs the orphanage?
0: Yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, is, Alex, what is your best thing and worst thing? Uh, and please ignore the fact that I did not give the best thing. Uh, whatever. Uh,
1: my best <laughs> thing is going to be the actual flashback sequence when he's younger and kind of uh showing his backstory, growing up in the orphanage with Humpty, and then how Humpty eventually kind of uh. Screws him over, um, because their their friendship fractures when Humpty continues on this weird crusade to find magic beans and steal stuff, which I, I never really connected the dots on any of that, but whatever. And then, uh, Puss in Boots, uh, wants to help people and save people, and he's he's you know he's got a heart of gold. Um, all that stuff was was fine for me, mostly because I don't know it's just like a very clean, simple story, and I kind of wish that this was just a, a 20 minute short film that was just here's here's puss and boots uh i don't know that 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 part kind of clicked for me i, I yeah. kind of was invested in that um and about, baby puss is adorable yeah i thought that was cute and, and him developing his friendship with humpty dumpty and they're both getting bullied and they help each other out i don't know that was fine that was fine um my worst thing's just gonna be it's boring. It's it's just very, very boring. And I, I I don't quite I don't think I found it quite as excruciating as y'all did. Um but I my eyes glazed over, particularly during the climax. Like I remember is it Mother Goose who shows up? Is well, that a great is that the idea? Terror. Yeah. But is it supposed to be like Mother Goose in I, terms of like it, fairy I mean, tale? It is a mother who is or, a
2: goose.
0: Okay. Yeah. I get that.
1: The big terror shows up, and I was like, oh, that's... All right, well, they're doing something there, because I remember it being kind of weird when they go and actually steal all the eggs that we don't see what this terror is. Um, But then we finally get that reveal, and I was like, oh, that's neat. And then my eyes just glazed over, like, I don't remember (laughs) what happened during that entire sequence until we get to the end part on the bridge where Humpty sacrifices himself.
2: So... Uh, Just help like me. Sigourney Weaver in Alien 3.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Did you even watch Alien 3? No, not Alien 3. Sorry.
2: Alien 3. I, I think
0: I... she does the same thing in Alien Resurrection. Am I wrong?
1: What do you mean? That, like throwing like, herself off a yeah. high place? I don't think so.
0: Okay. All right. Well, whatever. Um. <laughs> The flashback sequence is interesting to me because that thing felt like 30 minutes yeah, and was stuck like a sixth of the way through the movie. Like we have a, an intro that goes on too long for it to just be an opening sequence. Uh, but it's not short enough for it to be like, Oh, we're going to pause here and have a flashback in the middle of the movie. It's not like the second act is, is learning all about these characters we've set up. It's like, we learned some things about the characters enough that you could just be like, okay, sure. Like you could just go, you, they could just say, Puss some boots has a rivalry with Humpty Dumpty. They used to be best buds. And now they're not. Uh, and it's a, it, like, I don't understand why we don't just open the movie with Puss some boots origin at the orphanage. Right? No, no one is like, watching this and getting part way through and being like, man, I gotta know what the story is here. Yeah. I gotta know what happened, caused all this bad blood, man. Well, I think in
2: Finding uh, Dory, doesn't that open with Baby Dory? Maybe. Maybe, yeah, whatever. That's know. also a movie I'm not crazy about, but it is better, I think, and I like Baby Dory. But similarly, Dude. it's like, let's just do that early here, prequel, go forward. Have your yep. adventure. Yeah, I also... It doesn't. Um, I did like the little boy blue bit in that mm-hmm. flashback. I was like, that's kind of a cute joke, where they have they say like something, so they, whatever the thing is about. Whenever you're feeling this way, blow your horn. But yeah. they use the le- the lines from the rhyme, and I was like, that's kind of that's a cute little clever. That's like something I find actually clever that that uh, the fairy tale thing, uh, it, how the fairy tale thing is used in the movie. Um, Jack and Jill aren't really necessary for the movie because. The villain is both the Great Terror, but also kind of Humpty Dumpty. So I guess Jack and Jill are just there to be like MacGuffins in a way
1: there. I I mean, it's supposed to be a a subversion. You're supposed to think that they're the the primary antagonists. And then then there's a big betrayal
0: after they leave Puss in the desert. uh, Oh, yeah. Presumably to die. But then the, instead they wait for him to come back so that they can be like we betrayed you instead of just being like hey we knocked you out and now we've put you in prison we betrayed you right <laughs> yeah um that's also weird because they come back and he's like Humpty's like it was me all along Puss and there is a couple of sequences or a couple of flashbacks where he's like sneaking around and doing something behind Puss's back and one of them is throwing the bird seed yeah for the vultures to circle around Puss immediately after. Or immediately before that scene, right? Yeah, which is like it. That was just a thing. That was not like high on his list of crimes. Either. What? <laughs> like what? This just happened. It yeah. wasn't even necessary. The vultures didn't eat him. I I like, think well, that was uh,
2: an attempted humor, Tyler. There is kind of a fun side like, gag <laughs> in that montage where he's dressed as a cat in one of the mini dance sure.
0: sequences. Yes, that was fine.
2: I'm just saying, I watched an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine today where Chelsea Peretti had the exact same joke. About always being in the background, I did a flashback, and it was a lot funnier and sure. more effective. Again, shocker! Book on 99 nine is funnier than Puss in Boots. I I did check the runtime, and it does look like it's right
1: at ninety minutes. Yes. So I do wonder if they were straining to try and make it like we gotta we gotta hit that ninety minute mark. Yeah, very possible. Could have been.
0: That sure is what it feels like to watch this movie.
1: Yeah, just yeah. gotta
0: make it to ninety minutes. <laughs> almost there.
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and a- address the director, uh, Chris Miller. Um, yeah, he's, he's done... right here. Chris? <laughs> We're putting you on the spot. <laughs> uh, uh, he's done, like, a bunch of voice work for for many of the uh, DreamWorks films, I think particularly on the uh, Madagascar films. Um, but his other big directorial credit is Shrek 3, which yes. I think he also co-wrote, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they gave him this film. (laughs) Unless they said, hey, Shrek the third was mediocre. That's what we need again. (laughs) Yeah, I don't.
0: I remember King Arthur's in Shrek three. Yes. I don't remember. Anything Um... else? Fairy Godmother, maybe? No, she she died. She died. Prince Charming is back
2: correct yeah that's the one where we we think shrek dies at the end yeah but he actually didn't for some reason and and... then he
0: murders prince charming and rapunzel question mark
2: yes yeah they the tower falls on both of them all right and shrek has babies and they do the um the uh the uh immigrant song um when snow white sends all her birds to attack somebody but then they immediately switch into not immigrant song
1: they switched to Barracuda,
2: if I That's recall. It. That's it. Which. Alright. Yeah.
1: How'd you mess up so bad? I think this kind of furthers my issues that I had with Shrek the Third, which is one of the things that that drew us, or at least myself, um, to the first couple of Shrek movies is was kind of the, the fun satirical elements and kind of making fun of um fairy tale stories and specifically like Disney tropes. Um and kind of kind of uh kind of picking those apart. And this one it feels this feels like any other animated movie. Like it feels like we've gone totally generic and kind of ripped out all of the interesting elements and you're just kind of left with this very basic by the numbers thing that it'll distract your kids for ninety minutes and that's literally it. Which isn't necessarily the worst goal in the world if you're making a movie, but you know, if you're comparing it to some of the earlier highs that you hit in the franchise.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, the the closest it's getting to not even parodying, but like borrowing from, or like Westerns and the Zorro films and Mm -hmm. stuff like that.
0: There's some neat, uh, direction where it snaps to, uh, like different frames. Yeah. like Zooming in on different things, like doing like the, uh, the three-way standoff and and from um, Good, Bad, Bad and the Ugly, but doing stuff like that. And that's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do some. uh, The
2: the funny thing is this movie uh, uh, was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, and it lost to Rango, which is also a movie that is directly a Western, like not even a Western pastiche. It is a Western. Yeah. Um, They should have
0: gone more Western.
2: The other nominees also, were um, Kung Fu Panda Academy Award. Oh, that is right there, isn't it? Well, I bet it Chris Miller would have made that joke if he had won.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was also up with Kung Fu Panda 2, which I remember really liking. Uh, and then Chico and Rita and A Cat in Paris, which are foreign films I have not yet seen, but would like to, because I bet they're cool. And Rango's neat. I haven't seen Rango in a long time. Bill Nye's good in that.
1: This movie did make me want to watch Mask of Zorro. And I was like, that's
2: a movie that gives Antonio Banderas things to do. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Master of Disguise. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am not totally enough for this.
0: Yeah, a movie that gives Antonio to Banderas.
2: <laughs> um, you know, Tyler, sometimes less is more. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 don't know. I, I feel like we're coming down really hard on it. This is by no means the worst movie I've ever seen for the podcast. No, no, I but it can it, it can. it can. It. I think a lot
1: of people, when they talk about like films and film discourse, a lot of people say like the worst thing a film can be is boring. Yes,
2: th- that's exactly. Where and I was going that's
1: from. why we're coming down hard on it because it's boring. There's this not boring, really a yeah. whole
2: lot to talk about. Yeah, when you when you look at something that is really atrocious. You can there. You can. It almost gives you more to talk about than when it's good. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it's just like, all right, I see what you were doing, and you did it, and I, it's not for me. I don't. I think as if I saw this as a kid, I do think I would have liked it. I don't think I would have held on to it though. Sure.
0: Right. Yes. I think. I don't know. I I think it looks neat enough that it would be hard for a kid to be like. Oh, that was that was terrible. But yeah, I think. I did want to ask. Yeah, I also can't imagine kids. Any kids being like, man, this is like the new thing for me that I'm going to always want to get into. I don't know.
2: I don't know. They're going to have a Puss in Boots birthday party.
0: Right.
1: Tyler, I did want to ask because one of the things that you kind of focused on with the other Shrek films was kind of how the uh, animation developed, particularly Mm. with the faces of the characters. Um, How did you feel about it for this one versus I feel like Shrek Forever After got got everything pretty much nailed.
0: This, I mean, I think uh, Puss looks looks fine. He looks good. Yep. Humpty Dumpty. I'm glad you mentioned that. Humpty Dumpty does not look good. And he <laughs> terrifies me at times. Um, I feel like, especially switching between the adult and the younger version of him, there's a lot of weirdness there. Uh, it's a weird design. It's just like a face. It It looks like a design that came out of a very old old school fairy tale book Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. neat but also horrifying (laughs) like it's it's neat if that's what they were going for um but it does not really translate well and especially him standing beside Puss in Boots is like this is weird this does not look like two characters from the same movie right um or two designs that match up uh, I don't know what you would do to fix that unless you just did not have Humpty Dumpty be a character in the movie. Yeah, I, I don't know what you would do to make it a better design necessarily, but I feel like it doesn't work the way it is right now.
1: Yeah. I wonder if the issue is the fact that since Humpty Dumpty is just a big egg, if it's, I, I don't know. There's just something about like the, the smoothness of the design where it's just like it, it, by virtue of it being an egg, it's not detailed. Yeah. It's just it's just a white egg with a face on it um, versus like Puss in Boots, which is like very detailed. Obviously, the fur looks very, very good. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I don't know if that's maybe that's the issue.
2: I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's the the, they, the the movie
2: goes to a lot of lengths. And I think this is a good thing to make sure that the cats behave as much like cats as they can. And, sure. and they look like cats. They move like cats again within this world. But then you just have a character that is just completely fanciful. Um, And you're right, Tyler. Like we have so many books at at work um, where I I work that are these old style illustrations and it's all like weirdly photorealistic face on egg. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I I don't know how they could have fixed it either, but yeah, it's just a strange, strange deal. And um, I, I think that it, it does look like they're in two different movies, and at times it looks like Jack, uh, Jack, Jack in the Box. No, what's his name? Hunty Dumpty is um like a from a lower budget, like straight to DVD movie, you know, and yes. not and not from the same budget level movie that Puss in Boots and Kitty Softpaws are from. That's that's making my my brain go into like conspiracy theories
1: cuz like now I'm wondering if it they had like an alternate design that maybe was like more creepy or more terrifying cuz they tried to make it more realistic and like test audiences hated it so they had to scramble to completely redesign it like Sonic and it just ended up <laughs>
2: coming out worse or Mankini gnome from Romeo and Juliet. Sure. That's probably not
1: what happened, but that's that's just. I
0: don't know. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. H- how did we feel about uh Kitty Softpaws Salma Hayek, her
2: character? I liked that every time she she doesn't have claws, hence her name. But every time she like snaps out her her paws as though she were flexing her claws, made just a little like pfft sound effect. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> um. No, I mean, she's, I mean, I like Salva Hayek on principle, but like nobody in this movie is like, you know, just superb. Even Antonio Banderas is better used in the other movies. So like, although I do respect them for not leaning too, they do have him say silly things, but they don't lean too hard into it where it it never felt like they were just making fun of him for having a silly accent. Um, which is nice. Um, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Kitty, Kitty, was fine. You know, it's 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 a very tropey thing where like the cool, you know, uh, uh, hacker slash martial artist chick,
0: is motorcyclist.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, is there to like set our main character straight? But they actually meet each other on the same level a lot, which I think is pretty good. So yeah, I don't know. She's fine.
0: Well, yeah, some- she. Oh, Go ahead, oh, Tyler. Wait. I was gonna say they do the thing with her where uh she's wearing a, a mask thing that covers her whole head mm-hmm. for the opening and then she takes it off and it's like she's a girl yeah Whoa! um which is a very silly trope yeah <laughs> so
2: they also have a dance off 15 minutes into the movie and when that happened, I felt my brain go, I need to slow down. Too much has happened in too short a time. <laughs> How are we already having a dance off? Yeah. Um, Don't they make a joke about
1: the w- one of the action scenes later on? She has the mask and Puss is like, why are you sh- still wearing that?
2: I think so. I think so. Sure.
1: I think that might have gotten a
2: mild chuckle from me. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, me and all my my stickler behavior for for choreography i felt like the the choreography was lackluster
1: this movie really needed a scene like when trinity and neo first meet in the matrix and kitty's telling plus like i know why you're here Puss. i know why you can't sleep and why you, every night you you wake up and you go why I, I don't know why i'm what i'm doing here and i need to break free but i don't know what this is and she's like do you know what that is what that question is and he says. What is the far, far away? <laughs> uh, that like, was too long a setup beans, for or, that punchline. <laughs> what are the magic beans? What are the magic beans? Yeah, and I think that's that's another thing. Just like a very, very dull Do MacGuffin want... of like the magic beans, beanstalk. Yeah. I get it.
2: Like it's, it's just.
0: The red bean?
2: Or the blue? <laughs> I, uh, I also liked that during the the multiple dance scenes i was like i do like that somewhere in a studio antonio banderas had to go ha ho Oh! <laughs> an- yes
0: antonio banderas is definitely the the best performance i would oh, say yeah. and he'd he'd probably be my actual best thing i'd ever gave one um but there is an element to a lot of his dialogue that feels like Video game character dialogue that yeah. you put for the main character so that they can have reaction sounds to things, and that there's enough <laughs> of them that you don't notice them repeating. Yeah, too often at least. Uh, <laughs>
2: but what did your so parents we, do aboard the Citadel? I mean,
0: yeah, like it, it's it's very. If it, it feels like he is responding to NPCs a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Plus uh, we
2: we have to get the magic beans. Sure, just gotta find something to wear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyler um, Zuckin' Boots. Um, is that a thing? <laughs> Tyler, please I have tell to me. I'm gonna change
2: a... my PlayStation gamer tag, hang on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tell me there is a Puss in Boots uh game that we can stream uh Man, to no one. That would
0: be a good that would be a good first foray into Twitch streaming. I'm, a- I'm C- going T-TS to check Bros. if
1: there is a video game for Puss and Boots. Oh my god, there is. We should get it for the Wii. <laughs> oh <laughs> <all right.
0: laughs> We'll we'll stream it to Twitch with a phone camera setup. <laughs> There's like duels in it, it looks like. Uh audience, please uh if possible, go look up the Puss and Boots game.
1: Um uh, doing this did you so guys that you know, know that a they are making uh, Potentially a second Puss in Boots.
2: Really? I doubt it. Well, I like that they're taking their time. Ten years. Real. It's like John Landgraf's behind this one. He's very like, no. Oh, no, there is a... We'll take the time it needs to take. There's a release
1: date attached. Supposedly. It's called
2: Puss in Boots: The
1: Last Wish, and it might come out in 2022. The Last Wish. Yes.
2: I'm. I'm not happy with this. You can can't get a I t-shirt just... that says, I survived Puss in Boots.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't, can't I just keep my Puss in Boots uh, video game and novelization and call it a day? <laughs> yeah.
2: With full color photos. The holy, the holy
0: trinity. <laughs> my graphic um... novel adaptation.
2: <laughs> Puss in Boots was such a popular character, they worked him into the Shrek film franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I do think
1: a Super Smash game with uh, Shrek characters could be fun.
0: Yeah
2: hmm only if they fight the monsters versus aliens guys there you go Three i thought works, i yeah. think we should just put shrek and super smash bros sorry sora you're out it's shrek the whole time because <laughs> then kirby can swallow shrek and really just save that corner of the internet but then yeah. they'll have the little trumpet sure. ears
1: mm-hmm. it's okay
2: we'll, we'll we'll we'll
1: we'll make everything all right we'll add jack and jill in
2: too mm-hmm <laughs> Oh, I do like the idea of Shrek, like, clapping for Ness after Ness has
0: beaten everybody <laughs> up. <laughs> what sound would Shrek make? No, some of the characters have
2: I uh, think so. yeah. quotes. Yeah, because Captain Falcon and Melee would say, show me your
0: moves. Yeah.
2: Show the me Shrek's- your moves. <laughs>
0: it's just it's just a cycle of all the other characters names
2: i think whenever he wins donkey runs on he's like donkey and then he gets so, back to fighting
1: the real question is do we get brand new dialogue from mike myers or <laughs> is it awkwardly splicing in audio from the shrek films
2: yes to both he rerecords dialogue from the shrek films he um, he, se-
1: he sends uh pikachu flying off the map that's the moon what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can put him in Mortal Kombat and he's just a like really violent... Shrek yeah. wins. Fatality. I need to see Shrek fight a predator. Okay? I need that. Has someone not... Oh, Maybe man, then Shrek that. and Sonic could fight and the Super Smash would be pregnancy.
0: <laughs> Shrek Mortal Kombat mod. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so we've got our gaming night set up. We'll do a, we'll do a little mm-hmm. Puss in Boots action, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll jump over to a modded Mortal
2: Kombat to play in Shrek. I'm um, just really, a, I guess, I wonder if what character they would map him onto. Goro has too many arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, that's very look, probably look. YouTube
0: ads gotten longer. <laughs> yes, I they
2: have.
1: Look, Tyler, it takes a monster to fight a monster. That's why we <laughs> brought in, Shrek. you know. It's-a yeah. me,
2: Shrek. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, um, oh, who else is in this movie? Um.
0: I think this is a Fallout game
2: that somebody has
0: also put Mortal Kombat in. I
2: think you can also mod yeah, Skyrim. Like. <laughs> it it <laughs> just in a general. Word. Guys, I just learned about modding Skyrim.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs>
2: I, uh, oh gosh, I don't know. This movie is weird. No, it's not weird. It's just kind of bland. I'm just talking, trying to avoid
0: dead air. So, there, <sighs> one thing I will say also that I think we probably also ran into is Shrek the Third. Because I think we, we talked a lot about how there's no real momentum to that movie. It's very, right. and, and that's why it's so hard to get through, is that it's just constant, like, yeah. scenes put in front of you without any idea of like how this is affecting the viewer and how the viewer is like interpreting this and like feeling moment to moment. It's, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of action scenes in this that, uh, or adventure scenes, I guess, sequences that don't stop at all for something to happen to be interesting. Um, there's a point when they're breaking in to steal the the goose, uh, from the giant's castle, and they string up a, or they they have a bottle that they pop the cork off of, and they tie it. They've tied a string around it, and it flies right. off, and it lands in the the for- forest, and the, they're able to slide across, um, and, uh, first. Humpty comes down and like jumps off the ledge and he's like holding on with a strap and he slides across and he gets there and he's like dangling off the edge like his back's against the or the the crevice um and Puss and Kitty just like pull him up it's like okay yeah got it <laughs> sounds good <laughs> um and then there's another point where they're trying to climb across and the bottle starts to fall, uh, like when they're leaving, the bottle falls or something happens where it, it gets shaken off and uh, falls. But instead, like, think about, you know, th- this is a random movie to pull from, but it's just a similar set piece. The The tree trunk from uh, King Kong mm, 2005. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever that movie came out. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, okay, they're on it it's shaking, it's falling. We don't know what's happening. There's all this crazy stuff happening, like really creative, inventive action sequence with all this, all these people stranded and hanging on vines and, and trying to make it to the bottom of this, this cavern. This is just like the bottle falls off and it, it, it's like, Oh, Oh, it's going to fall. Okay. It fell. <laughs> and then they fall in and then there's, there's water at the bottom. And th- that really encapsulates, I think why this doesn't, in, isn't engaging at all because there's never, I mean, it's the same thing with the jokes. The jokes are just like, is this something? Try this. Okay. Was that funny? As opposed to any sort of setup and payoff like that. That's how the entire movie feels. It's just like, we're going to try something right now. We're not going to seed this. We're not going to do anything with this or make it interesting or or build out tension or give you a sense of catharsis when this finishes. We're just going to present a thing, move on to the next thing um it's a really weird experience i think to like and i think it really is the same feeling we had after watching shrek 3 um it's just not it's not a movie that maintains interest at all so yeah no, i agree yeah
2: i i will say it just occurred to me i do like that he only does the the face the puss in boots face like in one scene because, how easily could this entire movie have just been that over and over and over again? Did they turn it into like a
1: Jedi mind trick, basically? Yeah. Where he's. It's not just like a, I'm distracting you. It's also, he's, he's talking while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. So.
2: It's kind of weird. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. Love Star Wars, though. What Jedi are you the most like? I'm Plo
1: Koon. <laughs> I was gonna joke and say Kiadi Mundi, but <laughs> and I'm I feel Kjati. like we've had this
0: exact conversation on this podcast before.
1: I mean, we've we've mentioned Kit Fisto a yes. number of times. Best <laughs>
2: Jedi, <laughs> whose hands are permanently his middle is uh middle and ring finger because uh, Kit Fisto's can get married, and thus it is still a ring finger. Um, are permanently fused together, so he cannot do the Star Trek thing.
0: Sure, sure. Or maybe he's always doing the short shark thing.
2: Oh, twice. Consider that. George Lucas, <laughs> when he's he's
1: uh he's going in and uh working with all the uh guys at uh, Lucasfilm at ILM trying to design all the characters and they're like, Oh my god, we're shooting this film next week. We got uh, uh he just handed us the script. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> That's the best they could come up with. And they're like
2: used and he's got tentacles and his name is Kit Fisto.
0: And no I think and that was all George I'm, I'm pretty sure that was entirely that was like George's main goal
2: no George George <laughs> went up there and they're
1: like oh sorry this is just a mistake it's it, the molds you know when we're putting the, the design of the character the mock-up together it, it didn't work and he's like hmm it's a biting commentary about how much
0: I hate Star Trek keep it in <laughs> I I you're gonna say it, it was it's a biting commentary about how much I hate Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: he went into the pitch meeting and he was like, I have a new character. He's called Kit Fisto and da George, I don't think we wanna buy this. Um what if I told you he was part of Star Wars, but but it's a prequel and it's there's a bunch of Anakin's in it with Qua qua quai Qui-Gon gin. <laughs> And then the whole thing was a backdoor pilot for Kit Fisto. Correct. You know, realistically, if you
1: made the beginning of that Jar Jar Binks instead of Kit Fisto, that might actually
2: be what <laughs> happened. <laughs> I mean, they keep
0: making me put this the Skywalker stuff in my, in my Jar Jar movie. I don't like <laughs> stand.
2: I don't want this small boy. And I'm trying to David Lynch.
0: I know. I was doing the same thing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, man, Star Wars Kit is Fisto fine. really
0: speaks to me because it tells me about how much I hate Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> he's beautiful. So
2: this is how Kit Fisto dies to thunderous applause. <laughs> he's probably in that Order 66 montage. Um Yeah. No, he I, he's um Oh, he's, he's still alive.
1: No, he's one of the Jedi that goes and confronts the Emperor when the Emperor does his little spinny screech mm-hmm. thing. And then he just, like, stabs all of them to fight Sam Jackson. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. one of the ones that dies in, like, two seconds.
0: Okay. Well, in the movies. There's the, also the, a the deleted scene. The canon makes it very clear yeah. that he survives with uh, cybernetic lungs and
1: mm-hmm. such. There's also a deleted scene where he cuts off several tentacles from the back of his head cuz maybe some alien species should not have lightsabers. Sure.
0: Is a I'm going to I'm going to look this up. Kit cuz I'm assuming that is a thing. Like I'm assuming that he's a character that people made like survive past that because sure, I feel sure. like they did that for like a lot of Jedi.
2: Yeah. Well, this were, is like... a better topic than Alex trying to get into Jedi Eugenics over here, so. <laughs> oh, <Uh-ho? laughs> some species shouldn't. Ha- wow, Alex. Wow, my father Look, was a kid fister. My-
1: My point is, Yoda shouldn't have to do all that extra work to fight Christopher Lee with a lightsaber. He should just be able to use the Force. I (laughs) agree. Important,
0: important Kit Fisto update from just scrolling to the middle of the Kit Fisto paragraph on Wikipedia or the Kit Fisto article on Wikipedia. When Tamsin attacked Lee Char, Fisto swam to the prince's defense and tackled Tamsin, briefly (laughs) dislocating the Karkarodon's lower jaw.
1: Where's that movie? Are you guys? Are you guys sure that Last Jedi is is that terrible?
2: Are, are you guys just, sure about that? They just dropped a trailer for Book of Boba Fett. Where's my Book of Fisto, my dude? <laughs> Kid of Fisto. Get him in here, Master Fisto. A Star Wars story. Shalomay's not doing anything. <laughs> That's not true. He's in a lot of movies. But he's like a uh, young like Fisto. Brute.
0: Fisto. okay okay fisto eventually met his end when sidious the very man he had protected that's in Ooh. air that's in air quotes a few days before cleaved his stomach with his lightsaber
2: <gasps> all right mandalorian season then, three episode legacy
0: four.
2: <laughs> uh the fisto
0: L- Legacy, not long after Windu- Windu's death, Fisto's force-sensitive uncle, Niyad, was hunted down and assassinated by the animid imperial assassin, Edge. <laughs> uh, Edge, <laughs> that's the name, as part of Order 66. From you too. Legacy, his uncle died.
2: <laughs> Why couldn't his name be Nefisto
0: <laughs>
2: Or Kit Neo or something. Nefisto.
0: Are you
1: guys... Sure, that Solo isn't the best Star Wars movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) During his exile on Raxus Prime, the Alina Jedi Knight cast in Peritus erected junk puppets of the Jedi High Council members at the end of the Clone Wars. The puppet based on Kit Fisto, as with all the other puppets, was destroyed in 3 BBY by Sith Lord Darth Vader's secret apprentice Starkiller when he dueled Kazdan Peritus. These Around are... a year or two later, Fisto's name was brought up in conversation between Dash Rindar and Iden Vril, a former, former mentor of his uncle's who recounted his famous exploits during the Clone uh... Wars. That is the full... The full category of legacy on Kit Fisto's page. His uncle died. A puppet based on him died. And someone said his name once. You know, Tyler,
1: I'm, I'm trying to get through the Thrawn trilogy right now. Hearing all of that just makes me want to take those books and take all my Star Wars Blu-rays and just throw them on a giant bonfire.
2: <laughs> I can't I can't guarantee that Tyler wasn't just reading off a bad like bad scrabble hand <laughs> list of names there. Just that is. Like I like Star Wars, I love fantasy stuff. I really love to put on my my nerd glasses and really geek eh. out.
0: And I feel I should emphasize I I did not check where all of that was coming from. I assume it's like various comics and video sure. games and such. It's probably a lot of it's probably better Star Wars content than most Star Wars movies. So I mean, like I mean, not no no shade on any of this, but No, the, yeah. The, the overall vision is maybe not there. Right? I didn't
1: need a story about Kit Fisto's uncle.
2: <laughs> I only <laughs> needed a story about Kit if he had a better name, he'd be my favorite Star Wars character, and not <laughs> Noman on the Hammerhead. Mm-hmm. Um, I give Puss in Boots a D. I also give it a D. I'll
1: go do D plus. What the heck? No! Okay, all right.
2: Favorite movie over here. What Wait, if you rated lower? Read? What if you rated lower than uh, you've rated um, Puss in Boots? What what is Puss in Boots better than? Your what
0: is P- Puss in Boots equal to? What is actually it, what that's a better question. D+es
2: what is Puss in Boots equal to?
1: Uh, apparently, Halloween kills. Okay, <laughs> all right. Also, a D plus is what I gave Shrek the Third, so I'm gonna nah, okay. I stick by that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else is? Uh, let's see. Puss in Boots is better than uh both rob zombie halloween films mm-hmm. it's better than halloween resurrection kind of uh it's wait which one's Hall- good as halloween six the curse of michael Ma- you want me to just go back you want me to just go through all of these i can no no, I can no do like, that. hang on yeah, resurrection
2: is buster rhymes correct yeah. <laughs> bust that movie is so much better than and booth what are you talking about
1: <laughs> That's hey, what i saying. mean it's it's a d plus versus an f plus Technically, on that measure, it is better. But the F plus, it's it's a weird one. It's a qualified. I'm just gonna
0: keep reminding you both of the fun parts of Halloween Resurrection until like two years from now. You're just like, yeah, that movie's like a B a B plus. Like that's a great movie. And then (laughs) you look back at your grades and you're like, what?
2: Oh, by Rob Zombie, what? By minute four of Rob Zombie's Halloween, I was like, man, Resurrection's a great movie. I also (laughs) did like Resurrection. Um, I
1: i i have a strong feeling that next when next halloween comes around and we're all like let's watch some spooky movies together eventually when we all are like we don't know what to watch one of us is gonna go let's do halloween resurrection again (laughs) and then it's just gonna uh, become a yearly ritual of watching that film
0: good good segue because we watched some spooky movies we sure did this weekend uh
1: Real quick, I liked Puss and Boots better than Blade Trinity. There, I what said it. Hot right. take of the night. I know. No, no uh, I I, I get plus. that. I get that uh, word. Another project that Guillermo should have had more control over. Yes, go on, Tyler.
0: My my recommendation this week is Unhinged. <laughs> there it is. Yes, it incredible. is incredible. Because why not? Um, Give that movie the courtesy tap it deserves. We watched. We watched <laughs> Unhinged. Uh. And it's actually it's really not as bad as no, but I would even venture to say it, it it's pretty competent yeah um compared
2: to what we were all expecting it to be yes absolutely
0: uh, unhinged is the movie that you may have seen trailers for where Russell Crowe is uh going around um in a truck and like rage rage ro- road rage roding road <laughs> raging on uh. Some some poor lady and her kid because they were rude and by honking at him, uh, and he demands forgiveness for not doing a courtesy tap, or demands an apology for not doing a courtesy tap. I should say. Um, and it's fascinating. Uh, Russell Crowe gives a very interesting performance. Yeah. Um, he put on a lot of weight for apparently another role, and I forget what. I was the I loudest up,
2: voice where he was playing Roger Ailes.
0: There you go. Yeah. Um so he happened to have put on a lot of weight right. and so like he he looks very different than you normally see him. Um and it's like f- fairly intimidating. Uh, oh yeah, he like I he's think still Russell Crowe. It it the problem is that because it's Russell Crowe and because you're used to seeing him a certain way. Yeah. That comes across very differently like that like it, it just is a weird image to reconcile yeah. and also you know Russell Crowe in general so it's hard to put Russell Crowe in the mindset of like this this crazy uh deranged man um i don't know it's it's a fascinating experience and i really would recommend giving it a shot um the the, the climax is like genuinely satisfying i i would agree with that uh, there's an actually
2: cool moment in that movie
0: there there's some decent like even better than decent like there's some good car chase yeah action going on in there like it's it's a neat it's a neat movie and yeah. i wanted to highlight it because i feel like we've probably made fun of it on this podcast before it did give us the amazing tagline uh he can happen to anyone yes. um which is even better if you keep it in mind while watching the movie uh but yeah no it was, it was a fun time um and i'm claiming it because i want to talk about it as my recommendation and i assume I, I will revisit if if either of you do not make other recommendations <laughs> for some other movies we watched this weekend but uh otherwise who who else wants to go
2: alex what movie from the weekend would you like to claim
0: you don't have to claim it. no you don't if you've watched something else but also how dare you watch things without us yeah
2: i
1: think all i've watched separately has just been the sopranos so oh, there you go hey it, shocker sopranos is still good <laughs> um i'm almost like i think i'm close to being through season two so moving right along. Anyways, uh, I'll take Dune. Why not? I'll do it. <laughs> I will I will fall on the sword that is Dune. Uh, yeah, so Tyler and I watched Dune or Dune, whichever way you would like to call it. I'm not going to judge. Uh, the new <laughs> Denis Villeneuve film. Uh, yeah, it's really good. And especially in comparison to the David Lynch film. <laughs> Um, it's just like complete whiplash in terms of just how information is given and how the the world is built. It's just very, very well done. And it's very clear that everyone making it actually loves the material and wanted to be there. Um, probably the biggest caveat is that it only covers the first half of the book, um, which now we have confirmation that they are actually making the second part, part, um, because I know that kind of hinged on the box office results, but it did do well enough um, so I think, you know, looking at it through that lens as a part one, which even though the movie as advertised is just called Dune. When you're watching the film immediately, it says Dune part one. Yeah. Um, Which I liked. I like that it, that it goes ahead and sets itself up that way because it really does feel like the first half of a, a larger story. Um, And ordinarily, you know, sometimes that, that bothers us. You know, when we're watching a film, and it's like that feels like an incomplete movie. This I'm like. It's half a book. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah it, it, you're not gonna... and it's it's not like Harry Potter or something where like you've had kind of not standalone stories, but, you know, each one has covered a movie. And then the last one, you split them up into two. Um, sometimes when you do that, it can get frustrating. Um, even with something that we liked, like Hunger Games, that got a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the way this is set up, it's just it's just really, really, really well done. Um, very dark, very serious, very moody and very slow. So I you gotta be in the
2: mood for it. But better paced than I was expecting. Like it went by yeah, quicker sure. than I thought it would. Um they, I watched I it think... I watched it on my own and then I finished it. Or then I watched it. I watched the ending again. Yeah. With these kids. Um Yeah. I also liked it. Not much to add because we'll probably do an episode on it, but good movie. Yep. Yep. Um yeah, Unhinged is like I I definitely uh was chuckling throughout it because like Tyler said, the Russell Crowe image at times is unintentionally humorous, but like that movie works better than I expected it to. The climax mm-hmm. is genuinely good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I guess then I have two recommendations because I was assuming Alex would take uh, the first, the the third, another movie that we watched this weekend, and that is called Freaky, um, which was a delightful horror comedy, uh, body switch, uh, serial killer picture starring Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn. Um, I found it genuinely funny. Um, the kills are very good. Vince Vaughn's very good. Catherine Newton's actually quite good in it. Um, there's a very funny scene in a car with a boy and Vince Vaughn that is very very in- entertaining. Um, yeah, that one I quite quite enjoyed, and it's from uh, I can't remember his name, but the director of the Happy Death Day movies, which I know Tyler is a big fan of, um, and I, which I would like to see. <clears throat> So before we do other recommendation, I really quickly want to mention the American Girl, Kit. Um, there are th- three um, uh, Kit books that I think could fit Kit Fisto's story. Kit learns a lesson, Kit's surprise, and changes for Kit. And all three of these could have, on the cover could have Darth Sidious <laughs> eviscerating his
1: stomach. I, I was just thinking of, like, in the background, it's it's uh, Palpatine and, and Mace Windu fighting, and
2: it's just... Kit Visto's corpse on the ground. Changes Kits for kit. Changes. Changes for Kit. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, Freaky is a lot of fun. And I liked Dune. The other movie, the movie I do want to recommend uh I watched yesterday is a another movie from this year. Um it's billed as a horror comedy. I would say it's a horror-themed comedy, and that movie is called Werewolves Within. This is apparently based on a video game, a VR game I had not heard of. Um, And I really liked it. It is a fairly uh, easy, fairly simple setup about there's something killing the uh, residents of this small mountain town. They all get snowed in and it's up to the new forest ranger to figure out what the heck's going on with these murders. Um, And it is, a lot of the times it felt like a high budget web series specifically. It was reminding me a lot of this YouTube series called wayward guide for the untrained eye that I watched a good bit of, and it was cute. Um, so it's a little bit higher than, than that level, um, in terms of just like budget and stuff, but it's still clearly a very low budget movie, but not in a bad way. Uh, the reason I, I watched it, Stuart from the Flophouse house recommended it on that show. And it's 99 cents on Amazon. But the other thing is it stars Sam Richardson from Veep and various other comedy things who I really like. Uh, he's a very funny, very charming actor. He's really good in it. And Milana Vintraub uh, from lots of TV shows and comedy. I think she has a YouTube channel. And she's the brunette in the AT&T commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both really funny in, in, in the movie. Uh, there's also other familiar faces. Harvey Guillain from What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, Michaela Watkins. Cheyenne Jackson from Broadway. But yeah, it's like this neat little werewolf thriller comedy that is uh, the the character arc for Sam Richardson is, I found, a lot more satisfying and unique than I would have expected. Um, It's not really violent. It it rambles a little bit towards the end and some of the comedy is a little rambly, but ultimately you just have like good performers doing funny stuff in a neat little, it's like a neat little sleeper. Um, that I would definitely recommend. It, and it is uh, it is called Werewolves Within. Britain, is it
1: officially the best video game to movie adaptation? It might be.
2: I haven't seen Assassin's Creed yet. Yeah, but I was going to say.
0: I have. Got to get on that. <laughs> That's, that that'll, start... that'll be
2: a franchise. We'll just do all the video yeah. game adaptations. Yeah. And I do mean Super Mario Brothers.
0: And now. We, we'll get to Sonic, which will be like the point where we're like okay this wasn't completely terrible how many ube
2: Ball movies do we have to watch to get through that though at least two blood rains and in the name of the king a dungeon siege tale the only movie i've ever walked out of what he made a movie called in the name of the king a dungeon siege tale and i was like i will watch this because it has swords and slashed leather doublets and claire ferlani and matthew lillard And Jason Statham, your favorite actor. My favorite actor, Jason Statham. And I went to go see it, and very very quickly I was like, I don't want to watch this. I'm going to go watch the rest of Enchanted, which started at the same time. (laughs) So I saw Enchanted a second time, which was totally worth it. Enchanted is great. Yeah, a lot of movies. A lot of movies this week. A lot of adventures. A lot of friends. Hope you guys all had a safe, happy Halloween out there.
0: Dof Duff, Grin is in in the name of the king too. Two worlds.
2: Interesting. If it, it are there three?
0: <laughs> there are supposedly.
2: <laughs> oh, Alex and I had opposite reactions.
0: You know, Uwe
1: Boll once had a boxing match against one of his critics, and he just pummeled him to a pulp. And I, right. I just, I just imagine a movie doing that to me. <laughs> Ray
0: Liotta is in uh, the first one. So it's got to be good. Yeah. Alex. And Burt Reynolds. That's Smokey or the Bandit or whatever. The movie had a budget of $60 million and made $13 million.
2: (laughs) Yep. And it got
0: two sequels.
2: I contributed. Um, Look, I'm just saying. (laughs) We're eventually going to run out of franchises.
0: All three movies were directed by Uwe Boll. And I think they were all
1: Look, they were all his vision. He would refuse to let hold go on. of one of his no. ideas.
0: Sorry, hold on. So in the name of the King 2 two worlds uh Let's see. Let's see here. Okay, so that was a that was straight to DVD, I believe, okay. based on what I'm seeing here. Yeah, so that was straight to DVD. But then,
1: all right, we'll break the rule the, for this one. <laughs> the third one,
0: the third one, I I'm very confused by because it doesn't say anything about the release. And on the Wikipedia stuff, right? It's got like okay, countries: Canada, United States. um But it says the release date was February 5th, 2014. Parentheses sweden dvd It's <laughs> possible this was only released in sweden <laughs> um well is he swiss what nationality
1: Spanish? is he i don't know
2: i've met him it is oh, yeah i guess swiss would a... be switzerland i apologize yeah i don't i don't know well boys pack your bags the the, the sequel brothers are going to sweden okay to he
0: tracked down a dvd copy hello the do Name you the have King a dvd 3, copy the and... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: okay apparently <laughs> he's german so there you go yes all right um i did also just I, I typed him in on google and there was an image that popped up that appears to be a movie poster of some kind that is called the Uwe ball story and it's him looking very threatening with a nuclear explosion going off in the background mm. of the Hollywood sign on the Hollywood hills and it says behind the lens with the most hated man in hollywood i think i, know, uh, like I think
2: that that name would be a different name these days
1: but i'm not i'm not going to look at the context of that i'm going to leave that that little that little nugget of yeah. of wonderment in you know where it belongs
0: yeah that's a good Good uh, stopping point. Yeah, um, I have we a went few from points. Put some boots to Uwe Bowl.
2: I have a few points in this podcast. Forgotten that we were recording a podcast because <laughs> 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 it, it drifted so just naturally into how we normally converse. I was like, "Oh, right, we're still doing a show that people listen um, to."
0: Well, guys, what if this was our a- first
2: sponsored <laughs> episode? Can you imagine? And also sponsored
0: by In the Name of the King Three: The Last Mission. Uh,
2: also Peloton? <laughs> Peloton <laughs> do bike riding but hard. Mhm. I think is what they do. Do you guys Boys. think that if we submitted this to iHeartRadio they'd fit us in? Yeah. <laughs> if we asked nicely.
0: Please. Um, but you can you we we they can't stop us now cuz they've already accepted us. Uh you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, Wherever, anywhere that has uh, very loose restrictions on what kind of podcasts they'll allow to be uploaded. Uh, you can f- also find us at Here Comes or on Twitter at HCT Sequels. Uh, you can email us at Here Sequels at gmail.com. You can get The Name of the King 3 <laughs> The Last Mission in Sweden on DVD. And.
2: You can see Kit uh, Fisto. you can
0: find Alex uh, in his apartment. Yeah, if you dox him.
2: Yeah, what's your address? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've
1: already given too much away by saying I'm in an apartment now. No, I was the, in a crocodile sub underneath next to the Titanic, but now you've given it <laughs> who's, away.
0: Who's to say your apartment does not contain the crocodile sub and the yeah. Titanic?
1: that's Sorry. true alex my apartment is actually just a room in the titanic that i <laughs> renovated have you
2: seen some of these apartment hey have you guys seen this some of these apartments have you seen fraser's apartment you could fit a submarine in there
1: look jim cameron <laughs> gave me like the the second floor of the titanic like
2: he's just <laughs> that level are you next to or in the titanic alex he's I, i'm he's both moved. simultaneously
0: oh, okay. the, the sub sticks out of the window
2: he's he hey is he subletting
0: Hey boys,
1: what are we doing next week? Um, That's a good question. Getting sponsored, man. I really hope you know the answer to that, Alex, because I don't know. Uh, this this week's episode brought to you by the Titanic. Uh, it sunk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but check it out. If it's 1997, we uh, no next week we are doing F9, uh, hey. a fast saga. Yeah, we're, um, playing we're, we're playing catch up. we're We're we're, really
0: we're really throwing our minds for a loop here yeah (laughs) a lot lot we're doing
2: yeah Uh, i have not seen Um, this film before um i've never seen one of these movies i've not (laughs) seen this film before i so it'll be my first first time watching f9 reaction
0: Uh, Um, i really like the idea that you've actually never seen a single one of these movies if we have not been in the room. I was just literally interested.
1: just looked up the cast list beforehand.
0: And yeah. you're like, all right, I got this. Got I was just go. yes.
2: And <laughs> you guys really hard during those episodes. <laughs> totally. Sure. No, no, no.
0: During every episode. Yeah. Like you've <laughs> never, never seen like, a movie. Never
2: seen any of the on movies. We've done the show. Um, yeah, maybe we'll just do the episode where you guys have already seen it. And I'm watching it while we record the show. I'm
0: like, huh. So you watch, you watch like an hour of it. And then yeah. we finish the episode. Yeah, for um, sure. What are we doing next after that? What, what, is, uh, what are the catch up movies?
2: F9, Black Widow, and then we're doing a super secret Thanksgiving special.
0: Is that already Thanksgiving?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What a terrifying thought. I know.
1: You know, I thought it was really weird when they said Halloween Kills, Puss in Boots, and F9 all form a trilogy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then I
1: watched
2: them, and it all made sense. A whole work. all checks out it really formed a cohesive piece <laughs> we've been trying to figure out it's a triptych like certain women <laughs> or the three
0: colors trilogy
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they yeah what the, if, color, we try the to colors try to, try to figure the out the colors the perfect, are perfect
2: uh best villain the perfect final villain for f9 i think it's puss in boots
0: the colors are uh anthony michael hall's hair uh <laughs> Puss some boots, orange fur, and gray.
2: <laughs> oh boy, fun stuff. Um. Well, I thank you for listening to this episode. Not since Shrek Two have we <laughs> held held on so tight. Yeah. What is it with this franchise? It's just
1: like it rots our brains. <laughs>
2: just a little bit. I mean, it's meme culture.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: We're 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 children of our of our age. What what can I say? Uh. Well, well, well. That we won't see just... you next
1: time. This is a podcast. I've been Alex. That's true.
2: Um, <laughs> I'll see you. I've been Britain. <laughs> but you won't. But you won't
0: see me. Haven't we had this exact ending? We to a must podcast? have done. I like oh, within yeah. the last five podcasts. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We probably. we may have entered a, a realm strange and terrible uh, after putting ourselves through. The Shrek franchise, Halloween franchise sandwich. Um,
1: Look, what you guys don't realize is that about thirty minutes into every episode, I enter a fugue
2: stay. I don't remember <laughs> anything after that. I just realized we did do Shrek and then Halloween. That is insane, <laughs> man. Guys, we and shouldn't we, we got... shouldn't have picked up that witch's amulet <laughs> all those <laughs> got, years ago. We
0: got F nine next. Week. Good thing. Good thing though. We got a nice relaxing um, yeah. kind of numbing agent coming along yep. in Black Widow, so we just gotta make it there. <laughs> it's <laughs> a real lazy down. river of a movie. A <laughs> real, real lazy river. <laughs> 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 That's a very good quote on the poster. <laughs> quote on the poster.
2: <laughs> just get in your inner tube and sit back. Let, let Just let the current carry you along, my man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow is the chill-out tent of the MCU. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i guess we don't have to do black widow anymore i think we yeah just, just nailed it there cool. um i give it uh, a c or whatever anyway <laughs> i'm i'm uh i'm I've, I've been tyler uh and you're you're having a good night we are
2: <laughs> crushed it